How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy, you go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great, you'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that supporting your health can be as easy as taking two capsules a day? Each daily dose of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is formulated with 24 scientifically studied probiotic strains that support gut, skin, and heart health, helping you start the new year off right. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Okay, guys. Hey, welcome back to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. You might be thinking you guys are wearing the same exact outfit as the last episode. And we are. This Brooke is true. actually has done her hair in between. Yeah. But yeah. We're pre-recording all of these to get us through the holidays. So thank you for listening to us. Yeah. Listening or again or watching. We're watching. Um, and we understand, you know, we appreciate you for listening and checking in and really just like committing, you know, got to move that mouse, committing to uh, wanting to know what we have to say because you know how, okay, this is actually, I just had this thought. I'm going to share it with you. Okay. You know how, and I hate that I'm going to compare us to this, but you start a a TV show, right? Mm -hmm. It's exciting. Oh yeah. Oh, I know exactly what you're going to say. Oh man, it's yeah. exciting. You're like season one, yeah. season two. What year are we on? Three? Yeah. Four. Season three. And then like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, the fuck happened? Yeah. It's like when I fell off the walking dead. Yeah. It just got shittier. <laughs> or like lost, right? Yeah. Like watching lost the first couple seasons, you were like, oh, I was hooked. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I was hooked. You hated it. We had to wait for another one to come out. But then, you know, like the last season, it just felt like every episode you were thinking, I don't think they know where they're going with this. <laughs> that's exactly what this is like. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like they, it's like they don't know themselves what's going to happen next. And they also just keep trying to figure out the best way to end it. But <laughs> they can't figure it they out. They can't figure it out. So yeah. just keep adding episodes. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, you're like, what the fuck? What's the fuck did I just watch? What's happening? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of exactly what's happening right here for you guys. So yeah. thank you. Thank and you. And then if I want to compare it to The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. I remember we were watching one of the seasons that like every episode, it was just the sun was sick in bed. Every episode, <laughs> still in bed. You know, they were at the house. They're like at the cabin house. And like every episode. I don't episode, even know if I got that far. I think you did. And every episode, we, it was, it's, a, it's not like a new season. It's, oh, I have a terrible It's been shitty memory. for a long time. If you guys really love Walking Dead, I'm sorry. 
also though, if you do love Walking Dead, then I then we thank you because that's probably why you still listen to this. <laughs> yeah, it means you're really into commitment, <laughs> yeah. and we appreciate that commitment. And that's the what that's the point yeah. I'm making. The point I'm making is that um, sometimes when you've invested so much time, like into a show, it doesn't matter how kind of weird or confusing or shitty it gets. You're like, well, I'm committed. Right. I'm committed to know what happens next. Mm-hmm. Even though when I finish that episode, you're going to be like, well, that was a waste of time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate that that might be us. You got to call a spade a spade. But we are where we are. Yeah, and we are where we are. are. You know where we are? We're in the same clothes, same spot. <laughs> same exact spot. The only thing different about this situation is uh, I showered and washed my hair because yeah. I had an audition. And I did not. And instead of drinking water... We're drinking something better. Booch. Mm-hmm. Booch crap. Mm-hmm. Cheers to you guys. Hey. So at this point, we've gotten through Christmas. Oh, yeah. We are nearing New Year's. Mm-hmm. And we've actually talked about this before, but we figured we might as well talk about it again. Yeah, why not? I mean, everybody, once they've gotten through the holidays and and all of that, and then it's calmed down, they're like, oh, you know, what's next? New Year's resolutions. Oh, man, I need to. Yeah. I need a. I need to set some goals because it's going to take me a while <laughs> because to lose some of these for an entire year. I wasn't able to. So I, I'm under the impression that if I make it on the first yeah. that I will stick to it, which yeah. I personally think is bullshit. I think that there's like, you could do it at any time. Totally. Like if you're that person that like Sometimes makes a goal or the it's first like, of the year and can, and can do it. Great. I am not one of those people. Or it's some, it's someone who they like, they like, uh, like a round number or they want to start January 1st. It makes them feel like, okay, this is, this is my year. It's like starting on a Monday. Right. 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 Like I'm not going to start on Friday or Thursday or or Tuesday. Yeah. Nah. 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 Like Monday. Yeah. Yeah. It's the beginning. That's the day. (laughs) That's the beginning. I just grabbed my calendar. Right. (laughs) You guys, it's so funny. So Brooke has this calendar I bought next this, to her bed. I bought and this I was, big whiteboard calendar. To, um, to be more organized. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so it has like the month and then you write in the month and then it has all the days of the month. And I was laughing because, you know, it's December. And I look over there and I said, huh. The last month written on it is May. May. <laughs> I was very committed to May. I was very committed to May. You know, um, reached all my goals in May. Yeah. All right. So we looked up some statistics for New Year's. Would you like to read them? Yeah. Okay. Here Here we go. go. I'll pull it up too. Oh, okay. Okay. So you guys, New Year's resolutions we're talking about. Um, And before we read these statistics, why don't we talk about some of the hours that we've had in the past? Well, I mean, I, I already said that I'm not a huge like New Year's resolution maker, but if I were to make them. Or, or ones that I've made in the past, it's always like kind of the same thing, uh, you know, to, to drink less, to eat better, exercise. to exercise more. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've even, and I'm the least bendy person on the planet. Um, well, maybe not the least on the planet. That might have been a bit of a stretch. It is a bit of a stretch, but, but uh, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Um, but I, I always have this thing in my mind where I go, okay, you know what? I'm going to wake up. I've been waking up early lately. Yeah. I'm going to wake up early and you know what I'm going to do? Yoga. Hmm. Uh, 
Have I ever done it? Absolutely not. No. Um, you know what though? It's what? funny. I've thought the same thing. <laughs> right? Oh yeah. I remember one time I saw this video mm-hmm. and it was like this, this couple and they had this beautiful bedroom. They're in their bedroom and like big, beautiful bed and like maybe like tire, like hardwood floors or something. Mm-hmm. It was really pretty big, giant windows and the whole scenery, like the video, I don't remember where I saw this at, but it's like morning. So it's kind of like dark and the sun's slowly coming up. So uh-huh. there's like light coming in the room and the woman like, you know, is getting out of bed and getting ready. And then what she does is on the floor, like in front of her bed, in front of these big windows. I think there was like trees, like out where the house was. Yeah. Does some yoga. And right. I was like, oh, hell yeah. It's like an amazing way to start the I day. I was like, oh my God. Like, I want to do that. Yeah. You know what I do instead? I wake up early. I lay in bed. I get on my phone. Play some games. And I play match 3D for entirely way too long. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like three hours later. And I'm still running late for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty much, pretty much what I end up doing. But yes. So there have been times when I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I'll like do some yoga. Uh, I've done yoga. Um, I did uh, Bikram yoga, hot yoga. Miserable for me. I don't, I don't do well with heat at Dude, all. It's miserable for me too. Yeah. Cause I sweat so much anyway. Yeah. And it's kind of, I mean, I, I don't know if we've talked about it before, but it's kind of gross. Like the place that I was going to oh, had smells. carpet, oh, carpet. Had yeah. carpet. Yeah. And so every single person, you know, is in there and there's always like, and, and I'm somebody who does not wear shorts. I don't feel comfortable in shorts. So I'm like that idiot that wears like full leg, like full leggings mm-hmm. in this, this Bikram class. So I'm like sweating everywhere. And there's always like people in these like compromising positions. And you just see like some dude in like a ball bag with just his nuts, you know, dripping sweat, like in front of you. And, um, I bought like a, I think it was like a package. So you bought say four, but, or you bought a certain package, but if you went like four times, you got your money, money's worth or something like that. So I did go that four times, but they do this thing where, you know, they tell you if you get too hot, they don't really want you leaving the room. Cause they, I think they don't want you to pass out. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, you have to make sure that you peed before and all that. So they don't want you to leave, but they just tell you to like to rest, just lay there and rest. If you know, you're it's too much. So at one point the lady's walking around and she goes, okay. And everybody breathe and, and, and do this and blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, and, uh, some of us shouldn't be resting the whole time. <laughs> like, like, it was just me. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. I just got called out and Bikram yoga. So yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't really my thing, but uh, yeah, if I, I, if I were to make a resolution, I think it would be that yoga. I don't know. Like, or stretch in the morning. Yeah. Cause I don't ever stretch. I stretch never stretch. Yeah. Yeah. And some people are super into stretching. I get it. They really are. Yeah. And I'm not super bendy. So, I mean, it could really help me out in the bedroom. If you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like my arms are up. I'm, it's like, I'm just leaving my leg. I, know, well, it's like I was pretending to do like a happy baby pose, oh. <laughs> which the happy baby. Oh, like when this? you hold it. Yes. Yeah. You're bendier than I am. 
Okay, and if you're watching, you can see a there's a straight line right into Brooke's vagina. <laughs> Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Let's see, typical New Year's resolutions. Okay, for instance, if you run a gym, own a gym program, naked training program, woo-woo, uh, you, everyone knows that around this time of year, like Thanksgiving, you know, membership all falls off. Mm-hmm. You have way less people getting there, going to the gym, committing. People are traveling yeah. and yeah. And then right around, you know, January 1. Everyone's coming in, like everyone's, signing, everyone's signing back up. Everyone's committed. Um, and it's like, that's uh, not going to change. It's just the way that it is. Um, but we do have some statistics. Cause like for myself, I've definitely, I've tried to make new year's resolutions and I feel like back in college or when I was younger, um, I really would, it's almost as if I would, tr- I would make a resolution because it was the cool thing to do. (laughs) Like I had, you know, friends, like everyone's talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, what are all the things I want to do? And, um, literally didn't stick to any of them, you know, uh, things that would be, I think a lot of people's resolutions, like work out more diet, everything. When I was training for competition and competing, it was like, that was never going to be my new year's resolution. Cause that's what I did all the time. Right. But that's the most popular. The most popular resolutions is like exercise, uh, nutrition, lose weight, whatever, get in shape, and then also save money. Those are the two top from the website that we found. Yeah. But, and which makes sense. Um, so for me, I feel like it was more um, to like read more. Mm-hmm. That might floss, maybe. Courtney, uh, Courtney should be floss. Flossing. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney's been flossing. Yeah. Yeah. Flossing is very important, you guys. All right. You guys, for the website that we found, because um, we didn't make up these statistics, it's from discoverhappyhabits.com. Yes. And we've got a plethora of different stats to give you. And also, we'll just kind of walk through these because interesting. I do find them interesting. Some are funny and probably extremely relatable to a lot of people. So first of all, success and failure statistics. So 
success failure rates over the first six months. That's what we're talking about. Of those who make a New Year's resolution after one week, 75% are still successful in keeping it. One, okay. one week. Mm-hmm. After two weeks, the number drops to 71%. Not bad. One month drops to 64%. And after six months, 46% of people who make a resolution are still successful in keeping it. In comparison of those people who have similar goals, but do not set a resolution, which it's the kind of what me and Gina feel like we do. Right. It's like, this could be, you know, we go on a bender for like a couple of weeks and then, you know, it could be in like, I don't know, June. But this is why the statistic is what it is. I know. (laughs) (laughs) In comparison (laughs) of those people who have similar goals, but do not set a resolution, only 4% (laughs) are still successful after six months. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. You know? So the point um, is, do not be like us. Yeah, no, you know, stick to it. Yeah, <laughs> stick to it. Overall success failure rates, according to a study that was in 2016, of the 41% of Americans who make New Year's resolutions, by the end of the year, only 9% feel they are successful in keeping them. That doesn't surprise me at all. No. Um, an earlier study in 2007 showed that 12% of people who set resolutions are successful, even though 52% of the participants were confident of success at the beginning. So at the beginning, 52% of the, of the participants were really confident in their success, but 12% they were were actually successful. successful. But what I think is funny about that is that what about the other 48%? Yeah. They're were they from the very beginning, they were like, probably not. Nah, (laughs) nah, probably, probably not going to be successful. Reasons for failure. In one, here's the thing too, guys, Uh, we read through this. We could, I could share with you what my reasons for failure might be. Um, But it's literally all listed on this website. (laughs) One in particular is hands down our favorite. Yes. In one 2014 study. 35% of participants who failed their New Year's resolution said they had unrealistic goals. I can see that. I feel like so many people put like so many, like so many have too many intentions. Yep. You know, I'm going to do this, this, that like, you know, five or six different things. So I can see how it would be easy to fail. Or it's like someone who's never really dieted ever. And they're like, like, you know, need to lose 20 pounds. Right. So they say, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in three months. So what it should have been anyway. is like, I'm going to stop eating fast food. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, drinking soda. I'm going to cut out soda. I'm going to do yoga in the morning, a couple <laughs> days a week, you right. know, right. Like versus saying I'm gonna lose 20 pounds. Right. When they've never dieted ever. Cause then it's, you're, you're really there's a lot of things that are going to come into play, whether you lose or gain weight. And uh, if you've never attempted any of those things, like cutting out certain foods or exercising regularly, that in and, in and of itself is a, is a real commitment <laughs> right. and can be tough. Right. So baby steps. Yes. Uh, yeah. 33% of participants who failed didn't keep track of their progress. Okay. You definitely, um, depending on what your goal is, you should keep track of your progress because 
let's, we're going to keep it, we're going to focus on exercise. Okay. So if you're wanting to lose weight or get stronger, whatever it is, it can be really, mm, you don't feel, you, you'll have changes. There'll be small changes over the course of, over a period of time. Right. So you always think that like, you may not be able to see it yourself unless you're taking pictures, you're writing workouts down. You're like giving you actual, like, um, like evidence that you are, things are changing. Uh, maybe your goal is like, you want to get your first pull-up, like unassisted pull-up. Well, if you're not paying attention to what your workouts are, you're not seeing or writing down like the days that you're doing training to get better at pull-ups. And all you keep doing is like coming to the end of the, you know, end of the week or whatever, and like trying for a pull-up and it's like, oh man, I still don't have it. Right. But you haven't done anything to to really train that. Yeah. Yeah. This is my favorite one. Go. You say it. 23% forgot about their resolutions. (laughs) (laughs) That would be me. Yeah. I totally forgot that I was trying to do this all the time. God damn it. About one in 10 people who failed said they made too many resolutions, Mm -hmm. you know, just try to, you know, baby steps. Yeah. Baby steps. Here are some of the most popular resolutions in 2020. One of the most popular new year's Year's resolutions is to eat healthier. 44% of you of, uh, UK, UK, the UK respondents chose this resolution. 44% of Polish participants and 43% of Americans. So pretty neck and neck. Literally everyone, a very popular eat healthier. Um, one survey found that more than half of Americans wanted to be healthier. Uh, 59% wanted to exercise more. 54% said they would eat healthier and 48% resolved to lose weight. <laughs> Excuse me. Whoa. About half of Americans in 2018, they wanted to start the year by saving money. And that was 53%. And by getting in shape, 45%. So 53% of people are wanting to start the year off by saving money. 40% getting in shape. I feel like across the board, it's people wanting to like get in shape. Right. You know, feel good. Get ready Mm -hmm. for summer. Mm Mm-hmm. Only 16% of participants in a 2018 survey wanted to quit smoking, which was once the most popular New Year's resolution ever. Hmm. That's interesting. Say that again. Only 16% of participants in a 2018 survey wanted to quit smoking, which was once the most popular New Year's resolution ever. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I smoked. I was a smoker. I was a smoker. I was a smoker. I was not. Yeah. No, I was. My I sister was, was. I was 16 and wanted to like really be a rebel. It was in the eighties. Sorry. I'm like sniffling, just sneezed. Um, and started smoking and yeah, I was a smoker from the time I was like 16 till, well, then I got pregnant. So I wasn't smoking then. Actually, that's a lie. I was smoking in the very beginning of my pregnancy. I know I'm a terrible person, but I didn't know I was pregnant and then quit smoking and then started smoking again, but I would smoke outside and my son, I think I smoked until he was like two or three, like not in the house or in the car, but I'd go outside to smoke and he'd come up to the window and he'd go, what doing cigarette? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like a 
teen mom. Yeah. Just like the worst mom ever. And I'm like, this, I'm like, shh, don't tell grandma. <laughs> like, shitty, shitty. Hey, what doing? Cigarette. What doing? Cigarette. Yeah. You're like, okay, I have to quit. Yeah. Was, yeah. And then I, I think I quit when they were like, I don't know. It was after I uh, got engaged. So I was like 23. So 16 to 23. Nasty habit. So gross. Oh, here we go. Okay. Generally, uh, generational statistics. Baby boomers want to lose weight. This is 53%. But place less importance on saving money. Huh. Compared to the younger generations. So baby boomers are wanting to lose weight. They don't really care that much about saving money. And the younger generations want to save money. Gen Z is four times more concerned with finding love. Than, than any, any other, other age group. group. I mean, that kind of makes sense, right? Because how old would they be right now? What is Gen Z? Like the, uh, the like 90 to 2000? Uh, is it? No, I think Gen Z. Is it decades? I think Gen Z is like, is that not you? I think it's you. Oh, it's me. <laughs> I, think, I thought I was a boomer. You're not. <laughs> Google it right now. <laughs> oh, that was a boomer. I feel like boomers are your parents. No, you're right. That is my parents. Because I'm. Oh no, you're a. What are you? I'm, I'm a millennial. But I'm on the cusp. That's why I pull up. It tells you right okay. there. Yeah, I'm a millennial. Eighty-nine. You're a millennial. Yeah. Oh, because Gen Z is the. That's what it is. So Gen X is you. I'm Gen X. Gen X isn't even on here. Okay, you guys. So Gen Z. This I don't even sense. exist. Uh, Gen, oh, so Gen Z, Z is like Ruby. Yeah. Which they want to find love. Gen Z is four times more concerned with finding love than any other age group. Interesting. Gen Z also wants to dress better and improve their style the most. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense with this. And you know, it's funny. It's like bullshit. they want to dress better, improve their style. And currently they're just improving their style by, you know, just what what happens what happens everyone just wearing shit that like that i was already wearing you already wore yeah janet i'm gen x mm-hmm. gen x gen x millennials on the west coast are the most concerned with getting a work promotion or raise in 2020 i mean that's probably true especially on the west coast so this is obviously so old you guys expensive. i get it it's old 2020 <laughs> okay but yeah um that would have been me too make more money Millennials are the most confident in keeping all their resolutions. <laughs> yeah, but it helps is 39%. Yeah. Regional statistics. Losing weight is more important to those who live in the Midwest than any other U.S. region. Huh. Exercising is more important for those on the West Coast compared to the rest of the U.S. I can see that. Mm-hmm. We like to stay fit. Uh, the Southern states find it more important to drink less alcohol than any other region. But the Northeast has more people that would like to stop drinking alcohol completely. (laughs) People in the South are just like, I just want to drink just a little bit less. Yeah. Over here, we're like, what? (laughs) We're just trying to exercise (laughs) while we're drinking. Trying to outrun our alcohol intake. (laughs) Uh, Northeast is almost twice as likely to want to spend more time volunteering in the community. Oh, well, they're much nicer people. (laughs) They're they're less self-obsessed.
boomer, the boomer, baby boomers were the least successful with only 2% sticking to their resolutions. I mean, makes sense, dude. If you're a baby boomer, yeah, just, you know, I don't know. What were you going to say? Just die already. No, no. No, I was just going to say like, you know, I guess it depends because you could be a you know a boomer that's like extremely overweight and it's really bad for your health. Stick well, I feel like there was like less that people knew about health and fitness back mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. I mean, they knew that it was, I mean, I remember my mom telling us that we had to eat healthy and exercise, but it wasn't, it's just, it was, there just wasn't as much known as there is now. I mean, like working out was walking. Yep. You know, just making sure you're taking a walk. What's urban dwellers? I'm guessing like in cities. Oh. Oh, yeah. She's asking because it says, here, read it. Urban dwellers were the most likely to keep all their resolutions, while rural rural, rural residents were the least likely. It's because they got shit to do, you know? Like, girl. Excuse me. They, uh, I feel like rural, rural, rural. Um, I don't know. They got, they got other problems. They got to handle. They got to like, they got to tend the garden. They got to feed the animals. They got to move the cows. Tend the garden. Like I'm saying, it's like, I'm just, that's a huge assumption. Not everyone that lives in rural areas, uh, are hard workers. (laughs) 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 You know? (laughs) All right. Um, There's some great advice on ways you can keep your new year's resolution. And a lot of it is making sure you have the right mindset ahead of time. You know, don't just jump right into it. Like make a plan. You might have a big goal, like losing a bunch of weight or getting really strong or whatever, but you need to make like tangible, uh, resolutions. Well thought out. Well thought out. Um, so you don't, get discouraged so easily. Cause if it's like, you know, it shouldn't, if you, if you need to lose like 50 pounds, right. 20 pounds, maybe you just had a baby and you're like, I want to get back in my pants or whatever. Um, it probably shouldn't be like, I'm my new year's resolution is to lose all the baby weight. What you might want to do right. is, is to ex- my new year's resolution is I'm going to exercise three days, three a days a week. I'm going to cut out soda and I'm going to eat a salad every once in a while. I don't know, but it's, you know, it's not just such a daunting goal because right. to lose a bunch, lose weight or gain, gain good weight or whatever. It takes a long time. It doesn't happen overnight and it can vary. And it takes, a, takes a lot of time in the gym commitment. Um, so many different things you have, so many things that are factors in what it will take for you to reach your goal. And it can be really easy to fall off the wagon. Well, and I think too, we've talked about it before, like doing crash diets or crap, like all those sorts of things. If you're not really working on making a lifestyle change, that's mm-hmm. going to be long-term, you are more likely to fail. Yep. So you may lose a ton of weight quickly if you're limiting your calories to something very like much smaller. But if you're not teaching yourself through that, through that process of how you need to be eating long-term 
or, you know, doing what or exercising and all of that, then you are more likely to gain it back. Mm-hmm. Um, get plenty of sleep. And they have some information according to a sleep expert and neurologist, Kathy Goldstein, sleep plays a major role, major factor in the success or failure of the most popular New Year's resolution, which is trying to lose weight or eat healthier. A lack of sleep decreases leptin, which is the hormone that makes you feel full. It also boosts ghrelin, AKA the hunger hormone, which increases appetite, promotes fat storage and causes poor food choices. So we need to get plenty of sleep. Which we we don't sleep. No, I try. We try. Not only that, but just because there's other stuff in here too, talking about maybe your goal is to aim, is to improve work performance or get a promotion. Well, lack of sleep is going to, a lack of sleep leads to reduced productivity. Additionally, sleep deprived people in management roles are described as less ethical and not as alert, motivated, or cheerful. So across the board, whatever our goals are, we should be sleeping. We should be sleeping. Guys, we got to sleep. And then this one says, change your timing. Don't necessarily wait for the new year to make a resolution. I want, I cannot wait for you to say this name. (laughs) What? Oh, his name. Okay, guys, I'm going to read this name. Boss, bash, sure. B A S. Verplanken, Verplanken, Verplanken. A professor of social psychology at the University of of Bath Mm -hmm. says that the success of a resolution which alters a habit can hinge on finding the right moment to make the change. He's been studying the discontinuity. Can you say discontinuity? Discontinuity. Discontinuity? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, continuity is like. Yes, yes. yes. Dis- discontinuity. Discontinuity. I discontinuity. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Not, <laughs> hey, guys, not discontinuity. <laughs> God, I'm so stupid. Discontinuity effect, which shows that habits can be more easily changed when you change the factors that surround the habit. Exactly. Such as location or context. Embed the changes you want in other changes, such as moving to a new home or your daily habit, your daily habits around commuting, energy use, shopping, et cetera, are already changing. Mm-hmm. So yes, if you have a, if you have a goal to mm, eat better, but everyone around you, let's say in your household, let's say you're younger and you live with your parents and siblings and you're trying to eat healthier and exercise, but everyone around you doesn't give a shit about eating healthy. So you're constantly being um, surrounded by food or things that aren't going to help you reach your goal. Well, and honestly, sometimes when that happens, when somebody does change their eating habits, other people shame them, almost shame them and make them feel like there's something wrong with them because they don't want to face the fact that they shouldn't be doing it also. Yeah. So that is another huge challenge. Mm-hmm. So basically what you're saying is like trying to surround yourself with like other people. Oh yeah. I mean, what's cool is like, if you, if you do like start to join, say across the gym or a different gym or whatever, then you can hopefully create friendships or find like a social yes. situation to where those people can actually be on the same page as you. Yes. If you have a resolution or a goal uh, no matter the time of year, find a support group. <laughs> yeah. Um, the best thing you can do is be as prepared as possible. And that's really going to depend on 
you know, you're, you're going to have, it's like, how bad do you want it? Like, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to give up? What are you willing to change in order to um, make these changes or these, these changes to your habits or daily routine, um, your sleep schedule, your, you know, your nutrition, all these things. Well, come on here. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry guys. Uh, how bad do you want it? Um, because when it comes to cha- making changes to your, like working out and then to your nutrition, those are hard. It's not easy. And it sounds like it's simple. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to drink more water. The thing is, if I'm it was simple water and easy, you would have done it already. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, the thing about it is it is in and of itself with nutrition. It is so simple and so easy and so boring. Um, to eat right, to eat clean, especially if you're trying to lose weight. Um, it can, it's like the more boring and plain, the better for you. Sure. Right. Um, so where it can become an issue is like people really, not everyone, but enjoy, we enjoy food. We enjoy or even just social situations, social settings. going out to dinner, yes. going out and having a drink. Mm-hmm. You know, doing these things that, that are communal, Mm -hmm. that can be a huge pitfall if you're doing them too often. And it's the reality of it is, is uh, you can't do those things, right? You really can't. And and it depends on what it will take for you to reach your goal, you know, or like how big or small your goal is, because if you're someone who is like, you know, your first step is I'm going to cut out fast food. Okay. that's very doable. Yeah. It really is. Um, you just start eating at home more. You know, you don't go to fast food. You cook, but you're you're not saying I'm cutting out all sugar, fat, uh, carbs, carbs. <laughs> um, uh, you're not you're not giving yourself such a laundry list of of things that you can't have anymore. Right. I think that's where people really do end up failing is they want the, it's like, we have this idea, like we want to give those up, you know, and you feel all motivated. Like I'm never, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. I'm, I'm going to exercise every day. I'm going to lose this weight. I'm going to feel so good. But when you give yourself such a list, like such a to-do list of things like of, of can'ts of things you can't have, that's not going to last very long. Right. It really isn't. Um, even if you think it is, it's not, you gotta, it's you gotta have more be, ways to fail. Yeah. You've got to give yourself, uh, mm, it's like baby steps, baby steps, small, realistic goals mm-hmm. that you start with and you go, Oh gosh, like I was able to do that for this amount of time. Yeah. Not, not the first week, the second week, but for, for a, a lengthy amount of time. And then I'm going to add more things in. And realistically, and see if I can handle that. Making sure you are keeping track of your progress, mm-hmm. that's going to help a ton because anyone who has, you know, uh, a long road ahead of them to reach the goal that they are set out to, you know, to reach, you can get really discouraged. But how good do you feel when you do notice, like, oh, my pants fit better? Oh, I've lost a few pounds. Oh, I'm getting, I'm so close to getting a pull-up and push more energy. I have more energy. I'm sleeping. Mm -hmm. I'm sleep. I'm happier. I'm not, I'm less irritable. 
like to pay attention to all of those things, your mood, um, things that are getting better in the gym. Um, maybe even like just your routine or your schedule, or maybe you're, you're, uh, being on time, you are getting more sleep and then you're seeing a number on the scale, either go down or up. It depends on what your goal is, but all these things, when we can see it and we're keeping track of it and you can, you can see progress versus just trying to be like, huh, like you do like a, like a self check-in where you're like, I mean, I think that I'm feeling better. <laughs> right. Right. Way easier to give up without even realizing you gave up. You probably wouldn't even realize that you failed. Or maybe you just forgot. And that <laughs> would be me. If you're like me, yes. Then you just I forgot. Shit, that's what you I were, forgot. Yeah, that was your goal. You blink and all of a yeah. sudden it's, you know, it's uh, it's June. And you're like, wait, what? What was my goal again? Wait, I thought. I forgot. I thought it was just barely January 1st. <laughs> and I just made these goals. Okay. And then you're like, uh, you're like, oh, well, uh. There's always next year. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I'll just wait another six months. You know, I could start now. Nah. But you know what will feel really good? Starting on January January 1st. January 1. I was going to say, hey, Gina, let's set some resolutions. But then I would be going against everything we just learned. (laughs) I I was going to say. What that is basically to be prepared. Yeah, I want to actually think about like what I could, what I feel like I could actually do, and like what are you willing to do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll think about it. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys have a wonderful new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Don't forget to rate, rate, review, subscribe, five star rating, rating, five star warning, warning. and we will talk to you guys. Next year. Hey, talk to you next year. (laughs) That's just the best joke ever. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys.